it's going to be dramatic scenes on a pretty dramatic backdrop this Friday as the iconic TSS Earnslaw undertakes a mock rescue on Lake Wakatipu in Queenstown. The steamship, which incidentally and, you know, coincidentally was launched the same year as the ill-fated Titanic, is one of a kind in the Southern Hemisphere. It's earned a special place in the heart of Central Otago's tourist scene, but there was a moment in time we almost lost her. Real NZ's General Manager of Assets, Chris Fleck, knows all about it. He joins me now. Hi, Chris. Kia ora, Jesse. How are you? Good. Thank you for waiting there with us. Nice to talk to you. Can you describe the Urns Law for those of us not familiar? Yeah, well, as you said, Jesse, she does um, come from the same Edwardian era as the Titanic, so she bears some resemblance. She's 50 metres long, weighs about or displaces 400 tonnes, carries 250 passengers, and it's got two triple expansion steam engines that drive her two propeller shafts, and that's where she gets her TSS designation from, as a twin-screw steamer. Ah, is that what the TSS stands for? Great, twin-screw steamer. Um, Can you give us a bit of her history? Yeah, for sure. So um, it's quite an awesome story. So she was um, uh, essentially the New Zealand Railways wanted to replace or put a new vessel on Lake Wakatipu uh, back in 1910. And so they issued a tender in August and in the following month they actually let that tender to John McGregor um, for £20,000 to build a new steamship uh, for the lake. And then uh, essentially they built built the boat in the Dean shipyard and then flat-packed it via rail to Kingston um, where they reconstructed it on the shores of Lake Wakatipu um, and then commissioned it um, in October 1912. Um, and so from there on she's been dubbed the Lady of the Lake ever since. <laughs> Any pauses in service, or has she been going that whole time? Um, pretty much been going that whole time, uh, bar a sort of a brief tie-up in 1968. What was she mostly used for? Um, so in her early days, Jesse, she um, she was always designated as a, a passenger and freight vessel, and so originally her role was to um, take people uh, in freight. Uh, to the head of the lake at Glenorchy or down to Kingston and stopping off at the lakeside stations uh, all around Lake Wakatibu as well. Now tell me what's happening Friday. Friday. So Friday's a big day. It's a a multi-agency drill um, where the Rescue Coordination Centre in Wellington, police, fire, ambulance and the Coast Guard are all involved um, and will be looking to do a a mass evacuation and and relocating those people onto the shore safely. Because why? Um, Well, it's a drill, more importantly, for um, multi-agencies to make sure that um, when a mayday call goes out, that everyone responds um, and there's a coordinated effort to make sure that people get, get back on dry land safely. Pretty cold, the lake, at the moment. Anyone jumping overboard to replicate that <laughs> yeah. scenario? No, it is cold. It's about 8 to 10 degrees. Um, but no, that's not the intention to put anyone in the water. So um, we'll be transferring the guests from from the Urnslaw into the life raft. If you were just watching, though, you might assume something pretty dramatic was going on. 
Yeah, no, for sure. It will look it will look like that. There will be orange life rafts uh, in the water, and there'll be lots of um, support boats racing backwards and forwards too. I imagine. Has there ever been a for real rescue? Uh, no, actually, um, luckily, there's been. Um, it's had a pretty uh, good life without. Um, it's had the odd mishap along the way, but we've had a pretty good run, and may that continue. Yeah, is it an expensive yeah. thing to run? <laughs> yep, it's certainly um, expensive and, and a labour of love, that's for sure. So uh, presumably it breaks even somehow, but um, what is the, um, I mean, why is it expensive? Um, well, I guess there's, there's, there's lots going on with it, Jesse. It's a, um, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort to maintain it. And, and again, a lot of effort uh, to to run it uh, as well. well. I mean, how's it powered? Can you explain that process to us? Yeah, so yeah, it's a coal-fired steamship. Um, and so essentially um, we shovel coal into the boilers. We use about a tonne of coal an hour to, to run the boat. Um, and then we produce steam. And then it has two triple expansion steam engines that we um, that propel the boat. So. You're going to get a bit of pressure in this uh, climate emergency to uh, consider some solar panels, I'm sure, Chris. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and you know, there's some healthy debate going on as to whether, you know, and when it comes to conservation and heritage protection um, and climate change, which one which one wins the day? Yeah. Um, so, Queensta- yeah hang no, on, Queenstown's tourism is going carbon zero at the moment, isn't it? That's going to be a tricky one to work out. Yeah, no, for sure. And um, so we, we've been working through that, Jesse, and we're looking at what all of what all the options um, might be available if we do want to take it down the, the carbon-free or carbon-zero route. Yeah. How, how unique is this ship? Uh, well, it's it, arguably it's the only coal-fired passenger steamship left in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, there's a number of vessels that are sort of similar age and, and size still operating in the Northern Hemisphere and Canada um, in Switzerland and, and in the UK, um, but certainly the only one here uh, in, in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, and apparently it's featured in a couple of um, films as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's featured in films and it's had um, some pretty important guests uh, been on board as well. So the Queen visited in 1990. It would have been a big day for everyone. <laughs> well, um, anything else we need to know ahead of Friday, Chris? No, I think just uh, be on the lookout, and if you see anything peculiar, don't be alarmed. That's uh, we're just doing a rescue drill. We still call her the Lady of the Lake, for sure. Got a couple of people worrying about us giving a gendered title to the boat. I think most people are okay with it, probably. But you've just got used I to calling there's, there's, her. I think there's enough people that call her that that <laughs> the majority ruled the day on that one. Okay, thanks, Chris. Nice to talk to you. Awesome, thanks. Chris Fleck is with Real NZ. They own the Earns Law, the TSS Earns Law, that big ship. Uh, yeah, if you look at it next to the Titanic, there are similarities. Obviously, the Titanic much bigger, but they were um, built in the same year, 1912.